What up, fam? What up, blockheads? It's me again. It's it's Mikey, uh, forward slash on Twitter. And we're coming live on a Thursday, Thirsty Thursday, and we got some brain juices for you guys. Today, I'm with Corval. I'm with the big daddy, Austin. And of course, Justin Bebas here on a Thursday. Or as I, I like to call it, a Ethos Thursday. Ethos Day? Ethos? Anyways, we're getting into Mashinsky, the CEO of Celsius, has been arrested and basically sued by every three, four-letter four letter agency under the sun. Um, and then we're also going to be getting into uh, Polygon 2.0, uh, new token, poll token instead of Matic, one-to-one -one for, for Matic holders. We're, we're going to get into that as well. And uh, so let's get, and of course, new Ripple ruling soon. That's the big stuff. That's what we're getting into. Take it away, Emmett. Hello, guys. It's me, Corval, here. Today's show would not be possible without our sponsor, Shimmer Network. Just as a reminder, Shimmer is a DAG-based, feeless, layer one network that's both fast and highly scalable. You can learn more about them at shimmer.network. I'm so hype right now. Dude, your intro was so good, dude. And 100 Air nailed it, but he's got the wrong. I, I actually, so he wore this to our, our uh, planning session and I thanked him. I don't think any, what is it? M maybe MS 13. I don't know who rocks the orange. I don't think anyone. I don't think anyone walks rock orange. prisoners, <laughs> rock orange. Yeah. The M&M &M guy rocks the orange. Bandanas, so we're safe. He, we're safe. BDSM lovers rock the orange. Huh? Maybe we should all just be dead silent right now and just make it really <laughs> awkward. So I was going to skip this show, actually, uh, was. because my was. my daughter at 530 this morning, you know, we got the monitor on and she goes, Daddy, I had a bad dream. So, of course, I can't say no to that. I have to go get her, let her sleep in my bed. But she did not go back to sleep. And I'm so tired. And if it hadn't been for this goddamn XRP shit, I would be in bed taking a nap right now. But I'm too fired up because dominance is absolutely tanking. And maybe, just maybe, this is the kickoff. Maybe. I don't know. Thank you guys all for joining. Sorry. Everyone. And so let's get into that too. Let, let's let's kick it right off with uh, with Ripple if everybody uh, is down for that. I will yeah. say though, really quickly, um, when I text Austin in the middle of the night that I've had a bad dream, Daddy, he does not treat me the same way as his daughter. So. I'm so disturbed by what you just said. <laughs> I'm like, I'm Mikey is, I'm Mikey so is just like hurting boxed. us right now. I'm oh, getting <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not really gonna leave. I'm too. That. I'm getting too comfortable with the show. But but so let's, <laughs> let, let's 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 start this. It started off with some with some of this latest Ripple news, breaking news. Yeah. Um, and I think we should all be pretty excited about it. I'm gonna share a tweet from our good friend Ellie Ellie Tourette on a. Uh, who's uh, with Fox Business, and we've had her on the show before. Yeah. She's fantastic. Great. Um, so let's it's just start off with genius. this. So breaking, Ellie says, Judge Torres, the judge overseeing this, the Ripple versus SEC case, and has been, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. says Ripple's uh, programmatic sales, 
the other distributions and Larson's and Garlinghouse's sales of XRP do not constitute investment contracts. Documents and details to come. That big That's smile awesome. on Beavis's face, dude. That's so awesome. You just missed a big old bullet bill, dude. <laughs> so, what are they really saying, though? Because it's it's been sorry. I'm trying to do something over here and do the show. Uh, it's been well known for a long time that the reason, like Ripple, reason I would never buy XRP is that they sell in the billions of tokens on the market to fund their operations and they've been doing this for a long 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 time because mm -hmm. xrp launched in like 2013 dude they've been around for fudge and ever in fact uh i think it was on bitcoin talk forum like right when they were launching if you had a bitcoin talk account you could go claim like fifty thousand free xrp it's like hmm. which today is worth worth some jack uh but but so the institutional sales were deemed a, an investment contract they were deemed a security but everything else was not and so That's i'm interested awesome. like let's look at can do you have adam adam cochran's tweet handy i do yeah i got it right here okay let me show can you pull right that here. up okay yeah, let's go through this one because this one i think is kind of indicative of what we want to we want to really get into yeah would you mind reading that sure of course so Adam Cochran, another uh, Twitter account, and I assume of the show. Life, and I assume real life show. person, real life person as well, right? I don't know, um, but use him all the time. He's he's a very smart guy in my opinion. Um, so he he put out a great thread just twenty minutes ago. Ripple case. It's only five tweets, so it'll be quick. Ripple case. Here is the good and the bad, but it is mostly very good for all alts and a surprisingly big win for XRP. First judge did decide institutional sales fundraising was securities. So a real quick excerpt from um, the ruling. Therefore, having considered the economic reality and totality of circumstances surrounding the institutional sales, the court concludes that Ripple's institutional sales of XRP constituted the unregistered offer and sale of investment contracts in violation of Section 5 of the Securities Act. So like Austin said before, what did you say before? The the original <laughs> offering? Yeah. like the, Right. Yeah. So all of their selling on market, all of their, you know, their, it basically means you're allowed to sell your own token to fund your operations, first of all. Uh, what else What else did we read into this, Biebs? There, oh, scroll down to the, the fifth tweet. Breaks it all down for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anything, anything programmatic or anything where it's kind of like, here's, you know, uh, a thing sitting here. You can do what you want with it. You can uh, acquire it in a node, accumulate it X, Y, Z somehow. Um, mm -hmm. I think really like the big difference here, institutional sales. So, so the thing that, that they didn't pass is they were like, this is not an investment contract. This is a digital asset commodity. But when you're doing institutional sales, you're writing up a physical investment contract. Like, you know, whether whether it's nowadays you're doing a safe or a saft or, or you're doing some kind of VC arrangement, there's a contract. Um, and, and I think that's the real big kicker. It's like we can't we can't uh, like apply the section of the Howey test to everything else. It's just here where there's a physical contract that we can look at and say, oh, yeah, these guys, you know, are. are 
you know, selling a securitized version of XRP. I think it, it wouldn't even be the fact that XRP is a security. That's a digital asset commodity. But they were securitizing it and selling it to these institutions via contract. And so all yeah. of the like permissionless, you know, ding dong stuff that we do uh, that doesn't require people to KYC contract, do all this jazz. My my first impression, and I'm excited to get our, our like email from council talking about it. But my first impression is unless there's a physical contract, you're kind of uh, in a good spot or unless there's like, you know, here's a, a terms of service or whatever. Here's what you get as part of the investment. Um, mm. Then then you're good is my impression. Mm. So yeah. that's like that that cracks everything wide open like this. This ruling is like pretty much all DeFi, most of all uh, are digital asset commodities as opposed to securities, which is fucking mm -hmm. bonkers insane. And, and that was a huge brick wall in front of institutional adoption that well, just got knocked down. Yeah. Well, and, 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 and so to round it out real quick, let me just finish the thread. I forgot that Vivas likes to talk a lot in between Sorry. in between things it's okay it's okay How i'm just dare I'm, you mikey it's, it's always good mikey's always a tyrant good. bro Put him right. mikey is a, nah, he's a thug he's <laughs> a thug tyrant it's always good i love when bebus i love when bebus speaks uh especially when he whispers sweet nothings into my ear but so to, to round <laughs> out this to rend to, to round out this adam cochran uh thread real quick so to what to what bebus was just saying the, the, the programmatic sale on exchanges didn't meet the third prong of Howie. So sales to users via exchanges was fine as long as it was through order book and not ICO, IEO, launchpad like things. And um, we'll put this, uh, we'll put this uh, tweet thread in the chat for you guys that want to read it. Uh, just uh, three more tweets to read, uh, three more tweets to read. Uh, bounties, investments in others using XRP, grants using XRP, and transfers to executives in XRP are not considered securities. So four out of five, overall a huge win, according to Adam Cochran. XRP is one of the most centralized foundations with a key figurehead who has, who has had standard sales via exchanges and formal distribution programs. If those aren't securities, nearly nothing sold via exchanges is. Uh, five out of five, last tweet, moral of the story, don't do institutional private rounds or OTC, sell via exchanges, distribute via protocol natively, and uh, fuck you, Gensler. His words, not mine. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I, I, so I have a follow-up tweet on that that I'd like to play for you guys real quick, if you don't mind. Oh, oh God, no, please. Thank you. Crunchy corn, yum. yum. This is Corval's future ex-wife. Kitty paws, Kitty Paul's burr. This is the future of the black oh, 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 She's oh, out yeah. of control. That's not I, actually the truth. <laughs> so this is. I'm saving all my tweets. money to hire a girl to do that for us, like Andrew Tate She's style. She's cute, dude. That's you, me. That's whatever. me with the blonde wig on. You like the you like the elf. That's what you like. I actually kind of think the other girl. Let's look at this. This is really, really, really crucial. So XRP as a digital token, right? Because the token ruling is what we're looking for is not in and of itself a contract transaction or scheme that embodies the Howey requirement. And remember, that's their talking point. The Howey test is sufficient for regulation. So Judge Torres just came out and said, okay, great. If that's what you're going by, then this particular digital token, pretty much the most centralized of them all, like, like uh, Biebs just said, uh, does not meet those requirements. And he gave us a really good breakdown over here 
<clears throat> he says this is a huge win for Larson Garlinghouse and the XRP community. While the court rules that some of Ripple's institutional sales were investment contracts, right? So they're just going to get a fine. Ripple sales of XRP to programmatic buyers through exchanges to anonymous buyers were not contracts. There are other distributions to employees, compensation, third party, blah, blah, blah. So you can sell your own token to fund your, fund your operations. Um, and their own personal sales were not investment contracts. All in all, this is huge, right? And you can extrapolate probably, I'm guessing, a lot out of this uh, in, you know, just every yeah. founder right now who has a token is looking at their token and putting it up against XRP and going, fuck, we're mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. Like every meme I, token in existence is now totally cool. Like basically. I, I think um, based on, you know, everything that we've been, all of the assumptions we've been operating on, Reading this in retrospect, it seems actually kind of obvious that XRP wasn't a security. Um, you know, I mean, it, now of course hindsight is 2020, but you know, uh, it, it, really, it's a, as long as you're not, you know, being like trying to be like a fintech company or whatever. As long as you're actually like operating, trying to create a digital asset. Mm -hmm. uh, it seems right. like just everything is good. It seems like everything is awesome. It seems like <laughs> everything is going to the moon. Uh, it seems like, you know, yum, 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 yummy corn. Uh, We're seeing a rotation. Thank you. So this is, hey, I have a this bone to pick with this chart. Real quick, so I've got a bone to pick with that ruling. It said ICOs, right? Like ICOs are considered uh, securities offerings. Well, an ICO is like uh, KYC and we will let you buy this token. Okay, because I've heard people refer to Ethereum's launch as an ICO, right? The first ICO, initial coin offering. Was there a KYC required for that? I don't think so. That's a tough one. Because um, this might open the door again, baby. Yeah, so they, they will. Exactly. Yeah, Ripple's okay. Ethereum for grabs now. <laughs> yeah, well, Ethereum, you know, they've got even more ground to stand on because they were specifically mentioned as a commodity. Now, it's they probably had some backroom dealings with Hinman, but, but they're now super duper, well, I don't want to say super duper, but they're quite decentralized. Yeah, I guess if, if you think about it, so in, in the context of Ripple, their sales to institutions, their contracted up party counterparty type sales was securitized XRP being sold, illegal. So... Ethereum, what percent of the supply was sold in the ICO? I imagine not at this point in time that significant of a percent. Mm -hmm. And if at the time the money raised, it was like, here's securitized Ethereum, which I think now you can assess as, is pretty simply a digital commodity. What's the worst that happens? They get a fine, you know, right. and, and it's so decentralized now. And certainly the ICO participants don't have mm -hmm. majority ownership. You know, no. certainly this you, you can't really conceive of ethereum as a company in the traditional sense true, true. um i mean yeah i i think <laughs> the the delineation between xrp as a digital asset commodity and the securitized sale of xrp that's the big one because then it's like everything that we're scared of it's like oh it's actually sandboxed into you know a single point and maybe mm -hmm. a fine maybe like you know we say sorry maybe you get a cease and desist or something but it, it seems like they actually have a nuanced decision here it's not just like absolute baseball bat to the dome 
Hell uh, yeah. Which to me is super duper exciting. Democracy working as intended, dude. Or I guess the yeah. judicial system working as Austin, intended. Austin, can you go back to the uh, Bitcoin dominance real quick? I'm on Bitcoin dominance. I just changed the time frame. So, I mean, this is, look, the, the market is pricing, the market is rotating, is what it looks like to me. Um, and we, you know, we talked about this. We talked about this a few days ago, but we got a weekly reversal print on the dominance, which doesn't happen very often. Like we get one every six months. There's one, there's one. Uh, we don't get them very often. And so that weekly reversal print definitely led me to believe that we had probably hit at least some sort of, if not a, if not a, a an actual top, at least a local top. Uh, which would give some breathing room to the alts to catch up. And so I'm just, you know, kind of, this is what I would love to see. This would give it, this would give it an actual top formation to where we could start seeing a big rotation into alts. Um, may or may not happen. I don't know. But if you, you know, if you step back, if you told me a year ago when we're in the shit, right? Positive XRP outcome, mm. BlackRock ETFs, institutions yum, yum, all yum. over crypto right i would go fuck you money is about to come i think yeah. i feel like you know what what you're kind of painting here austin to kind of give it like a narrative backing it's like you know this run-up in in the green is like etfs announced you know early buyers middle buyers you know now it's like okay the etfs are going to take six months they might not actually happen this is good news great you know, now we can see alts kind of join the narrative, kind of cascade down a little bit. And then the ETFs actually break open six months from now. Liquidity starts pouring into Bitcoin. Bitcoin dominance resumes. And it's kind of like just, you know, it, it's like uh, like an accord, like I don't even know how to describe it, like an inchworm. Like, you know, Bitcoin sucks up liquidity. Alts chew it, you know, uh, trickle down, you know, Bitcoin sucks up liquidity. Trickle Alts down economics. Style. Trickle down economics. It works. Trickles right. down from Bitcoin to all of us at the bottom. Aaron's Bitcoin goes, guys, you nailed that, buddy. They got bounced right off the two hundred SMA. That's that's a that's a beaut. Two dollars canned coffee. Goddamn beaut. <laughs> all right, so this is very very positive, um, and I'll keep looking for tweets as we go along. Uh, but you know, this could be. This could be a catalyst. I, I wonder how library token is feeling right now. And I wonder if this gives them the ability to appeal. Uh, it might, it might it, do Coinbase might be John steps, the, the fucking play. Like if somebody yeah, bought coin at a reasonable valuation, like yeah. dude, literally every institution is using them. Like how, you know, Gensler must feel like an alcoholic drinking in his closet right now. Just like I'm so alone in this world. I've just got my two little lackeys on the commission and I have Joe Biden and Elizabeth Warren and they yeah. might die soon. They're very old and senile. So yeah. you just never know like what's going to happen. Sorry. You is Joe know. even anti-crypto? Is he vocally anti-crypto? His whole administration is anti-crypto. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. I feel like that. I, I just feel like that's such like a stupid move. Like, yeah, they're the whole the whole the whole point, I imagine they're thinking they're like, oh, this is going to be really popular among voters like the mass majority of voters hate crypto. But it's like you ride in any Uber, you know, you hang out in any grocery line, 
you know, every other day, it seems like, or every other week, I, I hear people talking about crypto and getting excited about crypto. Every Uber driver in the world invests in crypto, you know, Same <laughs> every DoorDash guy. You know, it's it's a certain Seriously. type of guy, a guy who wants to make his own money, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I, they, yeah I suppose that's true. <laughs> Maybe maybe they're going after like the well I guess it's just they're going after the middle class. Uh, yeah, who knows? Mm. It's uh, they want to kill all the cowboys, bro. Yeah, and John John Doe gets it. John, <laughs> John Doe, shout out John Doe. Joe Joe doesn't know what crypto is, right? I mean, like, yeah, he's you know, he's an old guy. He's old. He's an old man. <laughs> it, it's was, it frightens me. It's like you know when you see your grand granddad, you know. And it's like, wow, you're gonna die soon, dude. I, I say that to my grandpa's face. I just like, dude, you're gonna die soon. Can you like write down your recipes and stuff? And you like, know what oh, I would I would really love to see happen because it's quite clear that a lot of crypto talent has just from a strict risk mitigation standpoint gotten out of the United States because you've had to mm -hmm. up until this point. It's just been too uncertain to build a business here. But if we truly do get like favorable you know, not just rulings, but yeah. legislation, mm -hmm. you know, how, how do we attract crypto back to the United States? Uh, how, like, Pretty will the door way, just open and people are just going to show up because it's the U S or what? Something that isn't DeFi yeah. needs to take off. Uh, cause NFTs are down 99 point some percent and, and even <laughs> NFT, like selling NFTs is, is really a battle. I mean, maybe this ruling gives enough clarity that mm. people can start onshore <clears throat> companies. It's just like the recipe right now is international. And maybe this just like, maybe you can just make digital asset commodities and exist in the U S that's crazy. Now that I think about it, I mean, maybe this is all that was needed. This sort the of reason, clarity. the reason over the past couple months, people have been rumored to be going offshore uh, American crypto developers is because of the awful regulation that was fudding the shiza out of all of us. Well, it's not even regulation. It's just and it's like, it's like they're threatening to regulate. Right. Absolutely. Right, right. Yes. We absolutely. don't, we don't know what's going on in the U S is the problem. It's like a big, huge gray area. And everybody's like all of all the regulators, are like it's like, they have like a, a gun and they're just like brandishing it at us for fun. Like, whoa, Coinbase? Who wants some? I mean, I but, guess I guess the big but, the big problem is like um, a lot of these NFT and DeFi primitives look a lot like um, financial instruments, mm -hmm. uh, and and maybe like we can drill into this case and be like, okay, automated protocols or automated distributions don't aren't securities it's you know we're just like you know we're like the amish you know wood making shop turning lumber into yeah uh, furniture or whatever and and honestly that would be all it takes like dude everybody wants to be on shore like nobody wants to fucking yeah. make a caymans entity and go through caymans you know it takes like four months to establish a, an entity there and it's a big pain in the ass and they're trying to regulate and their regulations are, are almost as, as unsensible as uh, the U.S. is. So maybe this is Guys, just it. Look at the squeeze on the bands here on the daily that we've gotten. And I, I want to just show you the last time we had a squeeze that tight was right here. Ooh. That was the last time we saw it. 
which is we we're due for a big move. I mean, we're pretty, dude, we're printing a very clear bull flag here. There's like no I mean, this is this is maybe the most significant. <clears throat> this is more significant, I think, depending on the nuance. And I don't understand right. the nuance yet. Depending on the nuance, this could be more significant than any news we've gotten in the past decade agreed yeah it's pretty huge i had i have a question though uh all right i know mike he's saying to wrap it up but so no, what from what i was reading in that little <laughs> tweet thread by cochran he was saying that the some like one of the reasons why the howie test didn't apply um to the underlying asset was because mm -hmm. it's not a contract or whatever right so right. they could only seemingly get it on the method of exchange so like if you're like you're saying an ico you're writing up a contract to get the token mm -hmm. right but it's got me thinking, you know, there are some crypto assets like Beavis brought up, like an NFT that is almost like a promise for future profit, right? Like if I buy an NFT and they're like, okay, now you're in the Board Ape Yacht Club and now you are entitled to this percentage of returns or whatever. Uh, it's kind of interesting because then that's a security you're actually buying, kind of like a stock. Like the thing that when you buy a stock, you're buying a contract, right? Like an underlying contract technically. Yeah. So, yeah, I think I think that that is still like the big trouble. It's like, you know, a lot of a lot of the stuff that's building on Ethereum is still really smelly. Stinky. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, we're serving our users, we're serving our customers. And I think really like the big divide. And I truly think tokens are securities. And the big issue is, you know, increasing the value of, of a token is equivalent to increase in the value of the yield of that distribution. Um, and having an interest in growing A in order to grow B, in order to serve your customers better, um, like I, I really feel like that isn't, that doesn't equate to, hey, we're like, you know, this is a joint venture between us and, and all token mm -hmm. holders. That, it doesn't really make sense to me. We're not in communication. You know, technically, like we're, we're just like disparate entities, like buying this thing and being like, OK, I think this technology is cool. I think this technology is good. It's useful to me. And like I truly believe it is in the best interest at the product level to grow the value of the ecosystem so that you can serve more customers and so that you can scale and not to say an argument like that with flying court, I think like, you know, a judge would probably be like, are you retarded, son? Uh, but, uh, you know, I, it, it is like, it, it looks like a duck a little bit, but I really sincerely don't think it's a duck. Uh, you know, I think it's just like, you know, maybe a wood carving of a duck. My God. Carved from a, a commodity like lumber by the, the expert hands of Never mind. so guys we got we got to talk about the Dixie real quick it had a massive breakdown um, what I would like to see is this we got the 200 moving average so I would love to see it come down kiss the 200 bearish retest on 101 and shit the bed uh, and you know it, these have always been very very correlated obviously mm -hmm. we've seen less correlation recently uh, with Bitcoin just kind of ranging surprisingly but i don't know something in my gut tells me and not just the bands but like just everything is shaping up for perfection to kick us off 
With the exception of the entire show we had yesterday with Nick Dracon, who <laughs> <Yeah>, completely <laughs> convinced me that we're all going to die. And Crypto AS, you're my favorite, bro. I just fucking love you so much. And I love that you come in here and, and uh, <laughs> keep us all... You know, you're like, like my wife is a perfect match for me because she keeps our, our feet on the ground. And I'm like, I'm like a, a bubble head just kind of floating out the window like a balloon. Um, and so, you know, much, much obliged, my friend. But I, I do think we have some good things shaping up. And I hope at some point you do flip uh, bullish. You know, I would like to like to enjoy the next run with you, sir. So hey, uh, look at dominance, man. Right. But he's not really a perma bear. A perma Bears are only bears until they hit their buy level. You know what I mean? That's just my <laughs> So it's you and Capo. You'll be the two like holdouts, man, waiting for 12K when we're at 60. And that's okay, too. Shout out Will Mack real quick. He's here from the Ben Whale group. Love that. Hey, Will Mack. Yeah, I just dropped Welcome, the link welcome Will Mack. Um, this is the most bullish block bites video in the well, last. We could, one and we, a half we, years. we could talk about XRP and this in this case and and its uh and the potential outcomes all show long, right? Coming up, Mashinsky's more fun though. Can we coming up to thirty we, minute mark? Should we pivot? Do the the Mashinsky on Mashinsky? Let's do the Mashinsky. Let's do the Mashinsky. Okay. okay. XRP. All right, all right. This I mean this is so important, but we'll just like none of us really know that much, so we'll just like do Moonboy shit probably. Yeah, I mean we've only announced like <laughs> twenty minutes ago. Probably right, we re over. let's revisit this like next week because definitely like I'll I'll know a lot more. You guys will know a lot more. Palette cleanser. Here we go. <laughs> but, like, turn the sound on. Turn the sound on. I got to hear this. There we go. Sound is on, bro. <laughs> See, I'm, what I think is people are like donating money to show these emotes, and she's basically masking those emotes to some action. And yeah. so people can can essentially by donating program like a series of weird unhinged actions. She's she's turned herself unbelievable into us like a, a what is that machine for sound bites? She's turned herself into that. This is going to be camera. a segment later, but maybe we'll just kind of skip over that for now. But so you're right. Do we have? You're right. You're right. But yes. Do we have a uh, do we have the actual complaining? Oh, Mashinsky, here it is. Ba -da -ba -ba. So so to set, the to, to set the stage real quick, I'm sure that everybody listening and obviously the panel knows the former crypto CEO has been arrested on fraud charges and sued mm. by every three letter, four letter agency under the sun in the mm -hmm. United States. His name is Alec Mashinsky, and he was the CEO of Celsius Network. So, uh, Austin, take us away. I, dude, I, I'm still catching up here. I, I was planning on napping during this episode. If XRP hadn't popped off, I wouldn't be here. So, uh, you guys bring the heat while I like go through. I'm going to okay. scour through this for some, for some juice real quick. Catch up. Catch up. So, I, I'm reading from a uh, politico.com. Uh, mm -hmm. I enjoy Politico mainly because they don't have a paywall. Thank you. Because uh, a lot of people do nowadays. Not a fan. It's not all you enjoy, according to the opener you had. <laughs> Keep going. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Got him. <laughs> oh, BDSM Mikey. Bag him and tag him. He's been got. Oh, dude. my God. Uh, so prosecutors alleged in a criminal complaint filed in the Southern District of New York in the SDNY has been going ham on some uh, crypto fam. Uh, I'm sure we, we remember the uh, FTX, SDNY was one of the first ones to come out. 
mm-hmm. and uh, pop him off. Machinsky is also, he's 57 years old. Didn't know he was that old. That's pretty crazy. But apparently, according to prosecutors, he has, quote unquote, orchestrated a scheme to defraud customers while inflating the price of Celsius' zone token, CEL. He was arrested in New York City. SDNY spokesperson Nicholas Bieza confirmed. Now, for Can me, you share that article you're reading from, Mikey. Yeah, sure. Do you have that yeah. pulled up? I have it. Share right that here. tab. Let's pull it up on the screen because I think I think there's there's a really interesting. Um, honestly, I think Mashinsky looks like shit. Oh wait, I don't think he <laughs> he looks that great at all. He definitely looks like he's in his late fifties, early sixties. Oh really? Um, my personal opinion. I don't think the adrenochrome is working. I've at never all seen a picture of him. Basat, pull up a picture of him. It no, just seems like game. this is like a young man's game. You well, always think I it's just, a young man's game to run around scheming and. It's not. I mean, dude, oh, what, what about this guy here? Pull this up. I got him. What about this guy leads you to believe he's not in his late fifties? He's wearing a t-shirt. I, I, <laughs> he looks. He looks think, maybe like forty. I think, I think he's. I think he he's has 40. a nipple ring. I think he's 40. 40s. You know I'm, I'm 40, you dick. You're yeah, 40. Look, he's wearing a hoodie. In yeah, well, you're a, you're well, Austin has that adrenochrome. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey does Rip, look like Dr. Malibu's yeah. most wanted. That's right, JW. He's spitting fire this yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think if, you're, if, you're, if you're a crypto founder, if you're a CEO of a crypto company and you're doing some sketchy shit, don't go to New York City. Mm. That's what I'm learning from... Well, but hold on. So I think I think there's a conversation to be had, and I know Beavis would like to get in on this conversation because I don't think any of these guys started out believing we're going to go defraud people. I think these people started out going, wait a second, I can very, quote unquote, safely earn a 20% yield. Why don't I promise people a 10% yield and get them to fund that and keep the change? Mm-hmm. And this sounds like a great business model. And it probably sounded like a great business model to all the fucking people that invested in Celsius before they started up because Very DeFi stable. was just popping off and everyone said, oh, wow, this is, you know, this is a great model. And what they didn't take into account is Beavis's favorite phrase, systemic risk, uh, the ability to earn these yields on very large amounts of money. Uh, and that's, I think, where a lot of the fraud came into play is, or impermanent loss. Remember, we had OX uh, B4 or, or whoever that that one account was, who was actually the guy that was doing yeah. the LPing for Celsius, and they ended up suing them. Celsius ended up suing them over the impermanent loss. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they did it to them. Well, I mean, so, honestly, they're like that. That was maybe the most idiotic mismanagement of money I've ever seen. And also uh, that account, I mean, you know, they were like, honestly, everybody involved with the situation was really mind numbingly, you know, stupid. Um, mm-hmm. and, and like you said, like yield, yield doesn't scale. And if you want to make, you know, if you want to double your money at that sort of scale, invest in a James Cameron movie. I was sitting, I, I, I was watching Avatar, the new Avatar movie on HBO Max yesterday. And I was watching just it. Max. I had no just idea Max. what was going just Max. on. Oh, just Max. Sorry. Just Max. I was like, literally, this is an investment vehicle for dudes with $100 million who want a sure return on their investment. And it's like, these guys investing in Celsius or whatever the hell, you know, looking for these returns at this kind of scale, invest in a James Cameron movie. 
you know, invest in a only- Christopher Nolan movie. It, it's literally, I realized, and maybe this is like, you know, a dumb realization, but just all this shit at this scale is just a way for rich guys to make increasingly more money. Like, why do you need to have like every scene, like CGI, like be $10 million of CGI, you know? Hmm. I don't understand it. I but that's basically, closed. you know, everybody's just thirsty for returns. Thirsty. Sorry. Man. That was kind of like off topic, but. Uh, <clears throat> well, no, it's interesting. I, we were actually those, talking I think, about this. those are like closed money making schemes, I think. I don't think you could just any. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, need to, you need to know somebody. You need to like. Yeah. And, and this, so I guess Alex Mashinsky was like, okay, you can't invest in Avatar at this sort of scale. But what you can invest in is this stupid fucking Ponzi scheme. Uh, and and i guess like if you're a bitcoin guy like the big bitcoin guys you think they're getting like the sutter hill like the crazy you know hundred million dollar opportunities no they're not they can invest in icos and all these guys know that because they don't have the deal flow of these ancient you know uh vc capital bases so they have to invest in celsius and spur on and and it's this times a million and it's like, dude, if, if James Cameron were to just make more movies in parallel, like if he were able to parallelize his movie making, we would never have another Ponzi scheme. What the if hell Nolan is he talking about? Avatar 3, 4, 5 out in the next few years. Avatar 3's already We're talking an Avatar Ponzi. movie, Lord of the Rings movie every year. And we're, oh. we have no longer have a need for fintech or Ponzi schemes. You know, All right, so I have I have a question, Biebs. This is this is I think this this actually ties in really nicely and is a good segue because okay. you know so what they were doing is is there was um, there were underlying assets we'll call them in the Celsius platform and they were using them to generate a yield right on the back end. They could not meet the yield that they promised, so that was a big 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 problem. Yeah. But this is a good segue into what you've built with Ethos. And I think we should probably chat on that because Earn is like popping off everywhere. And somebody asked, where are the yields right now? Somebody asked it. Who the hell asked that? Uh, that was Psychopath. Uh, Psychopath asked it right here. Where's the yields? So do you want to share screen and like five minutes, maybe 10, 10 max? We don't want to get too deep into the weeds here. Mm-hmm. But right, I think. Okay. While Beavis right. is pulling this up, I answered Psychopath's question in the chat, and I said single staking on DeFi kingdoms right now. In their why would their you tour. even say that? Why would you even why would you even say such a thing? You, 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 You're you trying to get people wrecked, man. Because returns are good. Mikey's an insider agent, dude. He runs a node at Harmony, dude. He's trying to. <laughs> Does Harmony still it? have nodes, dude? You're definitely going to get smacked by the SEC for running a, a node for a. I don't run a node. I don't know where you guys found that information from, but that node runner, uh, the horse's mouth. <laughs> Ethos Reserve. Mikey uh, froze, dude. All, they got him. Hey, quite dope. <laughs> Corval, mm-hmm. you, uh, the Screen Actress Guild just went on strike. You have to send your paperwork today. <laughs> I'm dead serious. We just got all an right. email from the producer. So I got to send a resume and a headshot. Yeah. A nice. resume, headshot, and you need to fill the paperwork out. I'll just leave that teaser out there for everyone to wonder what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah, guys. Keep going. I've got big things popping. (laughs) Okay. Ethos Reserve. All right. Celsius's whole pitch was, we're going to be decentralized yield platform. And the reality was, it was a Ponzi scheme. And And that's literally like most of DeFi right now. Most of crypto, most of fintech even, 
uh, is like, hey, you know, get 5% yields or whatever. And they're just funding it with whatever <clears throat> speculative premium they can suck out of the market. Um, a cool thing about Ethos Reserve is, let me head back to that homepage here, ethos.finance. Uh, Ethos Reserve creates real yield underlying uh, by safely, securely, et cetera, in a totally transparent manner, managing your underlying collateral. So you look at things like Celsius, you look at things like modern banking infrastructure, you look at things like whatever, and it's like, dude, they're just whipping your money around. They're being absolutely bonkers, dumb, dumb. Uh, and, and you think, okay, all of these DeFi scams did this shit, wrecked everybody. Uh, where do we go from here? How do we create sustainable business models if everybody's just, you know, being stupid? And uh, the way we've done that with Ethos Reserve is the, the vaults that you're familiar with from Reaper or Yearn or similar, these really transparent, highly secure, very predictable asset management pipelines now exist under this Ethos Reserve stablecoin platform. So you have a stable input, stable output, and, and for example, let's say we want to, uh, you know, borrow 20 more dollars here. Watch me get liquidated. Um, it's uh, calculating my adjustment. Qu question for you, Biebs. Very, very relevant question here. Sure. Um, you have wrapped Bitcoin in here, WBTC. Yes. Who owns the minting rights of that on Optimism? The minting rights to WBTC on Optimism... Uh, Nobody owns that. Nobody well, can mint WBTC on Optimism. It's bridged by Ethereum. Who mints WBTC on Ethereum is uh, BitGo. Right, but um, who, who owns the bridge? Uh, right now, the bridge is the Optimism Foundation, I believe. It is. It's, it's through the Optimism Foundation. So it's like held in escrow. So it does get minted. Obviously, there's a w, it's not a new WBTC. It's just an IOU. On yeah, the optimism from chain the that's backed yeah. by one on Ethereum. Yeah. Okay, all right. And and a cool thing is, like, I talked to the BitGo guys. I was like, should, do we should we become a merchant? You know, we did our DD. Um, not enthusiastic about WBTC. I've got to say. Um, so we've actually been working with um, uh, a team called Threshold DAO, uh, and and we have like a, a V2 version coming soon where we're taking all the feedback, taking everything we've learned all of our back testing um, and iterating a little bit. And uh, this threshold BTC and, and our due diligence isn't complete. Um, mm -hmm. They have like uh, a few upgrades and a few improvements to make to their decentralization, but it is essentially a totally decentralized uh, Bitcoin analog on Ethereum. And they're backed by wormhole, they're backed by mm -hmm. jump. Um, and our goal kind of with this V2 is to uh, slowly replace WBTC with this TBTC. Um, which is, is super exciting. So, you know, um, a lot of some of this, a, a good portion of this yield right now, you know, you see the 20%, you probably have a Luna flashback. Um, but, you know, depositing the Ethos Reserve note or the stable coin in here, um, you know, you're getting some really decently subsidized yields. Uh, on, on DeFi Llama, you have on every single chain, for example, um, Man, you're gonna get scammed googling links like that. I swear. <laughs> Can I? So last time we had, I had John, and we did like a full breakdown. I was 
I had a lot of questions later on from people that that were like miffed that I didn't force you into simplification. Yeah. And so can I, can we go back to eat those reserve real quick and let me yes. go through a little exercise just to break down what everyone is looking at. And you correct yeah. me if I get this wrong. Okay. Sure. Do you mind? So, so essentially these are, these are collateralized debt positions. So you bring your wrapped Bitcoin or your Ethereum or your optimism that you're holding, right. And, and you put it up as collateral and you are borrowing or you're minting. Uh, something called earn against it, which is an ethos reserve note, which is a stable coin that happens to just sit pretty consistently above a dollar <laughs> as opposed to at a dollar. Um, <laughs> what can you do with earn? Okay. There's a lot that you can do with earn. One of the things you can do with earn is put it in the stability pool. What's a stability pool? Well, that is the pool of earn that liquidates positions that, that fall under collateralized. Is that correct? Beavis? Yeah, so it essentially secures the platform against bad debt. And the fact that it exists alongside all the other mechanisms, um, we rarely have liquidations. Uh, you know, I, I pray that we go under peg for a moment instead of being at like a dollar and four. Um, but yeah, the stability pool is the place to be for ERN yield. Um, and it's it's like... Uh, it, it helps to secure the platform. It has a bunch of income coin wrapped ETH, OP tokens, OATH tokens, um, and it's pretty dope overall. And there's a lot of strategy to be played with this. Like, and I'll, I'll relate it to you know, let's we'll just we'll just stick to this platform. But let's say you're a long-term Ethereum or Optimism or or you know, call it a Bitcoin holder, and you want to hit that long-term capital gains. Now, I'm not a tax guy. But to my understanding, this is retaining ownership of that asset. Now, again, you're going to have to clarify this with a tax professional because I am not that. Um, but from my understanding, to put it into a, a lending platform and use it as collateral and borrow against it does not generate a taxable event for you. And the crypto tax platforms will confirm that it's in their FAQ. Uh, and it still keeps the clock ticking towards long-term capital gains, which is one year plus here in the United States. That's the strategy I'm going to be employing. Like when Shimmer goes live, I don't want to sell my Shimmer. I'll collateralize that shit, borrow against yeah. it, and then go play in DeFi, you know, because I want to hit that long-term capital gains. And so this is very interesting. And then you've got tons of USDC earn pools popping up, paying like stupid shit, right? Yeah. I mean, really, like we're, we're in the early adoption phase. So, uh, you know, we look up ERM here. Hopefully it will show us all the yields everywhere. Uh, of course it is not. Uh oh. Well, some of the no. pools are quite new, right? Yeah, and and people are earning, um, you know, anywhere between thirty to 70 percent APY on exchanges like Ramsey's, uh, exchanges like Kronos. Thena is a really popular one. Um, and yeah, I will uh, tweet out later um, the, the DeFi Llama link uh, for the, the okay. ERN yield opportunities. But yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's the best yielding stablecoin in DeFi right now. Um, growth has been pretty significant. Uh, it's been like really, really exciting. We're getting a ton of interest. It's become one of the top assets on the uh, Axelar network. Um, so the cross chain network, it's, it's becoming a very popular stable coin on there. 
And you can see like we finally started hitting consistent strides um, with growth and, and there were multi-chain issues all through this period and it was a big pain in the butt. But now finally people are minting, um, you know, we're, we're pushing through all of our marketing cycles. And, you know, uh, the whole point of BRN is to create a, a place for stable yield that is transparent, auditable, easy to understand, and not balls to the wall crazy like everything we saw in, in 2021. Um, and yeah, as far as like, you know, I have most of my money on the platform um, and, you know, I'm, I'm very off risk right now uh, and it's really great for me. And I LP all over the place, a lot on Arbitrum, some on BNB uh, and, you know, it's uh, quite the joy. And to, to put a cap on this real quick, so <clears throat> we, we had started this by talking about um, earning yield on the underlying assets, which is something that is built into ethos and it's directly tied into the oath token as yeah. well. Can we just get a quick synopsis on how that works? Yeah. So basically, uh, you know, all of the yield that this platform generates um, at, at the moment, what we're doing is it's buyback distribute um, of the oath token. And if you read my, my recent article, we're actually exploring new tokenomic strategies um, to surface real yield opportunities uh, for, for our bonded oath token, which is an 80-20 oath token, um, and a bunch of other ways for, or, or to diversify the bonded oath uh, you know, streams of income, because these people are kind of underpinning all the liquidity in the system uh, they're ensuring that yields are stable and sensible. And, you know, uh, I, I would say um, it, it's one of the, and I'm biased, obviously, but it's one of the more exciting platforms uh, kind of rising to prominence in DeFi right now. And we've got a long way to go. You know, we're working with market makers and things like that to battle test and get them more comfortable with the platform. Um, but, you know, I, I hope to see ERN adopted all over the place as a way for people to access uh, sustainable, single-sided, uh, stablecoin yield. Um, and of course, you know, market yield if they're interested. So yeah, ultra dope. Uh, I'm, I'm glad uh, you let me show the platform here. It's, uh, you know, really kind of a masterpiece. I recommend uh, people go and, and read the documentation, um, docs.ethosreserve. And uh, or docs.ethos.finance rather. Oh, well, <laughs> we'll we'll figure that out. Uh, but yeah, um, ethos.finance. It's uh, you know really exciting. Thank you for that awesome awesome. AS posted the. Uh, Is that you know who she looks like man so all right confession time man my wife puts these well she puts them on and then i get hooked on these reality damn shows and there's one called vanderpump rules and this oh. chick looks exactly like one of the girls from vanderpump rules and i can't think of her name at the moment Love bump. Wow. i mean a spitting freaking elf i gotta go i gotta get on this show dude i didn't know this was real i thought this was fake <laughs> yep on <clears throat> on freaking believable all right john steps base trader by the way you know john steps is a g john we want you to come on the show dude we do oh yeah me, come me, on the me, show me, and hang out with us He'll me and corbo were supposed to have me, me and corbo were supposed to have a uh, call with him uh like mm -hmm. two weeks ago 
Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. I'm in contact with John Steps. We're working out something big. Yeah. John reminded me ERN, the no interest, is probably the most exciting part. So if you're funding along, uh, Ethos Reserve is a crazy place to do it. Dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good point. So good got, point. We got like no nine minutes left. Do you want to talk about the uh, the new Polygon token or oh, sure. uh, something a little more fun? Hmm. What about you guys? Dude, Polygon. Look. I have to look. It looks just like her, bro. <laughs> I swear to God, that's her. Dude, no way. On her in a I think Wait, one had blonde hair. hair. I mean, it could hair. honestly, you know, TikTok is pulling in all sorts of celebs from all walks of life. You know, it looks just I, like her to me, dude. <laughs> what if it is her? She's a little old. less. Fuck, man. Do I still have? Nah, it? she's less perfect, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I gotta get a side by side going now. Oh, no way. Whatever. All right. I'm off. Track. So this is the I'm chat sorry. of the day, by the way. Is that girl who's uh, sweet corn? Yum. Well, My actually. So, <laughs> all right. So, so, so let's let's get into the chat of the day real quick because uh, right. that's that's what I want to do. So chat of the day, mm-hmm. which we've been doing for this week and also one episode last week, where Blockbytes just recognizes someone doing some Chad shit. In, uh, in this crypto sphere, or just in life, honestly. Uh, it's not necessarily always good, but most times it's good. So here is what I want to present to you guys as BlockBytes Chad of the Day for oh, Thursday. Gosh, I'm gonna see. Was that the drum roll? Yeah. <laughs> it was something, bro. What okay, is it? Go. This is the original, I think. So, so this is what I've been seeing all across my timeline for the past two days. It's you been this girl. This one it's is this much personally. less gratifying. I want to mm, warn people right mm, now. Coconut, so good. Mm, coconut, <laughs> oh. so good. Balloon. Grab, 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 grab. Mm, coconut, so good. Grab, 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 grab. Balloon. I don't know why yeah. anyone the show honestly so this is like look at her face dude this is like uh for it's like something you would do for a baby right i think you guys are missing the really key point no, no. here where she's using a flat iron to pop popcorn as yeah. like the main feature <gasps> of this is that what she's doing yeah, yeah. she's, doing. she's, putting, she's, she's putting kernels she's putting kernels in the well, flat iron yeah i feel yeah. terrible that i ever doubted her that but, is yeah so the reason the, the reason that she is the chat of the day for block bites real quick mm-hmm. okay is because so Bebus, you were saying this earlier. For two days, I was like, "Why is she popping up in my timeline all the time?" People are on TikTok by the thousands. Dude, she's watching making her do so this. much money. And and I'm, I'm I'm thinking like, why is she making all these noises? Bebus said it earlier. She's making those noises. Ice cream, mm, yum yum, good. Every time, <laughs> every time she gets a sticker, she gets a sticker sent to her. From uh, TikTok or or some kind mm-hmm. of application, where someone pays her mm-hmm. for that mm-hmm. sticker, so all she's doing and the other one, they just read out the sticker, the sticker basically that they're getting. And so this girl, this woman, is mm-hmm. making thousands of dollars. It's like program your own DDR, except it's with like funny baby sounds. Yeah. And honestly. My question is, when I first saw this, I was like, how can we turn this into a crypto financial primitive? Uh, and, <laughs> can we know, make this into I, some I, sort of I, NFT project? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. You know, I, dude, 
It's a hustle. She probably does that for an hour and makes more money than most people. Dude, make like, seriously. Yeah. Why so, not? So, so chat of the day, make your money, pinky doll, or, or whatever. Good name. for you, girl. Very yeah, happy. Get your thing. Yeah, out. dude. And she's probably like has a real estate business on the side because she only needs to do this for an hour. She gets enough money to like put a down payment on a house. <laughs> Ice cream. We should all be doing this. We should all be doing this. We should all be new block bites, short content coming soon. Uh, Corval is going to be uh, doing the mm -mm, yum yum. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh, no, it's yeah. definitely no, Mikey. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> <pretty funny. laughs> There's the one where this guy's always stacking a bunch of nuts, like from like um, like mechanic shit, like those nuts, like nuts and bolts. He's stacking them, and the TikTok is always him like sweating and crying as he's trying to stack the last one on top of this pyramid. Every single time, he's sweating and crying. That's a great analog for crypto. Yeah, yo, I want to ask the audience real quick. The audience, do we call them an audience? Are they are they life whatever? You yeah, call, we, we call we call talk, we call them family, Austin. So we were talking about so we have these meetings, our prep meetings before this, and they're fucking hilarious. And we're like all pissing our pants, laughing and talking shit. And we don't even know what they're gonna be like, but we're just kind of getting ready for the show. And we're like, damn, do we really like just should just go live or for these prep meetings beforehand? And I don't know if you guys would have any interest in that shit, but like they're no, really no, crude. Me. They're really like we're we're shitting on politics we're shitting on food we're shitting on actors like we it's were talking about magic mike like, we're just dying yeah. at each other so i don't know we might start doing that if, if i guess the story of the day is the xrp news is so massive that mm -hmm. everything else that was on the docket that was planned yeah. is like nothing else Polygon like, on who gives a shit about mashinsky you know and compared to to the xrp ruling so well mm -hmm. all right so Paul, poll? Are they calling it poll? Yeah, it's called oh, poll. Yeah, they're, oh, they're poll. We're going to get some poll? But I don't think it's like an airdrop. Binary Floyd did ask us, what's up with poll? It's, uh, it's, oh, like it's just a conversion. A, yeah, you get it's a just, one It's one. just the Matic token. They're one just to they're just redoing all their token and staking conversion. infrastructure, so you can essentially do like merge mining or merge staking, wherein mm -hmm. a single token or a single stake can uh, validate for all of their platforms. Yeah. Weren't so they're, they talking just, about? They're just optimizing. Weren't they going to talk? Didn't they put a proposal in to get rid of the, the the proof of stake chain and make it zk EVM, like just the whole kit and caboodle? I don't know about that. I seem to recall that. Yeah, they they've been kind of all over the place, wondering what to do with proof of stake. Because the thing is, their proof of stake chain. You know, I love the Polygon guys. They're like some of the dopest guys in the entire space. The proof of stake chain. It's a little low tech, you know, it was, yeah. it was, you know, they sprinted to market, mm -hmm. they dominated for a while, but, you know, they, they kind of got uh, subsumed by better tech, more performant tech, you know, you, the UX on Polygon, there are a lot of uncles, things integrate with it weirdly, but ZKEVM is like extremely dope. So right now it's like, are we going to upgrade POS? Are we going to go all in on ZKVM? And they've got so many like fields of research and so many blockchains like they could potentially deploy on top of all this stuff that, I mean, honestly, like me personally, I have a hard time keeping up. So I'm just focused on ZKVM. I think it's really good tech. Um, and, and I think that's like where their focus is probably going to be indefinitely because as like a general purpose DeFi, whatever chain, the tech is efficient. It's industry leading. 
you know, and it's open source, so I imagine it's going to be iterated on like pretty quickly, and and the iterations are going to be pretty significant. So, um, yeah, POL is just like, hey, you know, we don't want to have to have three different staking systems. We don't want to have all this different shit going on. So we're going to create a unified merged validator stack mm -hmm. uh, using the the Paul token, which is the replacement for Polygon's Matic token. Which, if anything, from a marketing standpoint, easy. It may, dude, it's so much easier. It's like, so bro, just stake this shit, and yeah. and you're doing everything all at once. Good job. Which is nice, <laughs> very nice. Good for them. That Good. motherfucker back there is not real. <laughs> that motherfucker. This is the best one of the day. Is yeah. Uh, I, I like that girl. I think she's cool. I think she's a yeah. Little, I, she I mean, off the plane if she wanted to, go they should they should put her in first class. <laughs> give her some space. I mean, she's crazy, but she seems cool. Yeah, well, I don't know why everyone no hates on her. Find her anymore. And for 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 reference, for those just listening on on podcast audio version, we're we're showing right now the video of that woman on the airplane that was saying that some guy beside her wasn't real and was a lizard look, person. Look, look, you sit next to one reptilian. He, he blinks out. vertically at you. And now the entire world has to hear about it. I mean, that happens to everybody. Like it sounds, like, sounds racist. Mikey, I'm still unconvinced about you, sir. I gotta yeah. be honest. You're, <laughs> you're you probably gonna blink, blink vertically at us have you, tomorrow. Have you never seen me blink? I actually haven't seen you blink. Cause I don't blink. I don't blink, I I don't blink bitch. That's why he wears the glasses because he doesn't blink and he needs to protect his eyes from dust and debris. That's oh, right. Makes you God. think. Out of control. Hey, quick update. Dominance is shitting the bed. Going this down. is great. This is absolutely great. What chart is that, Austin? Is that the uh, 15 minute? Yeah, this is the 15 minute. This is the wow. weekly over here. But we'll, we'll kick it over to the daily. Like, yeah, this is great for alts, man. Look at that. We might actually get this uh, head forming. Let's see what happens. Oh, here we go. There. Here we go. Here we go. Quick question before we wrap ah. it up. After this uh, Bitcoin dominance, little it, it is shitting the bed. And with the uh, XRP ruling coming out, it is supposed to be good for alts. If you could buy one altcoin right now, what would it be? Not financial advice. I mean, what would it be? I mean, if oh, I right. could buy an altcoin, I've already bought it. So yeah, I could buy an altcoin. These markets are open and liquid. I think that's the <laughs> I could have bought them at any oh, point. Man. I could still buy them right what now. Are you, are, you, are you doing to me the, are the, you asking the, what my middle, next buy is the middle be? school teacher thing? Like, do you have to? Can I use the bathroom? I don't know. Can you? Is that what you're doing right now? No. What, what, what's the altcoin? What's the altcoin you'd buy right now? Um, I would buy. Um, this is not financial advice. I would buy a uh, die on Phantom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd I'll buy, buy a little a little coin you may have heard of called Ethereum. Yeah, mm, <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. I uh, I had actually bought some um, puts on Ethereum, um, so those are going to be worthless. Uh, <laughs> so maybe I'll, maybe I'll buy some calls. <laughs> I, I've just been uh, accumulating shimmer, honestly. Like, there's a lot of enthusiasm behind that network when it goes live. So when it I goes, it when it, there's been a lot of delays, but I'm still waiting on that to go live. So mine is uh, uh, when it does. Oh, oh. Beavis, yeah, no, no, he's still here. He just has to go pee. Mine is uh, mine is shimmer. Mine is shimmer as well. Um, and you can only buy it on a, uh, I think Bit uh, Bit Forex. I think is the exchange. And then also Bitfinex, if you're not a burger. Bit, Bitfinex, sorry. 
and then yeah. you can go to I, uh, I I am putting out a video where you can uh, exchange iota for shimmer on iota B soon. So look out for that if you guys are interested in the shimmer token. IOTA's I'm interested up. in that bandana, bro. Well, you know, I mean, come on, man. I got the bandana. All right, let's wrap this puppy up, man. I got to take a leak. You know, I can't go more than an hour. Well, let's I think that's all. I think that's puppy all. Up. I think that's all I got. Uh, uh, I want to shout out Toasty Alpha, John Steps, Psychopath, Three SH Family. I haven't seen him in a while, so welcome back, sir. Mister Got Plenty, of course. Come on, man. Aaron's Ghost is in here. Mac Hawk. Let's go. We love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in every day. Really appreciate you. Uh, thank Austin. Thank Corval for coming in. Thank Beavis, of course. Um, check out Ethos Ethos oh. Reserve if you if you haven't yet. Definitely something to check into. Also Shimmer because oh. we, we will be doing a uh, a live show for Shimmer coming up soon. So and uh, we have no ATC tomorrow. It's on hiatus. Uh, That's right. Tomorrow. Mark right. is uh, potato farming this week. He said up in Idaho, so he's not going to be here. We're going to take the, we're going to take tomorrow off. I always take tomorrow off, so it's really irrelevant for me. But uh, anyhow, thanks for tuning in, guys. Appreciate all of y'all, crazy bastards. The best.